Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, let's navigate to our next lesson. When I first started practicing mindfulness, not only did I begin to notice much more in my physical surroundings, but I began to notice the voice in my head becoming more gentle, patient, and kind. As I began to learn more about how our brains are hardwired to process information and ultimately judge and label things as a means for survival, I also learned that the practice of mindfulness has the power to help us move beyond our initial snap judgments of people, places, and things. After reading a few books on mindfulness, I began to seek out new teachers to learn from. Thanks to a simple Google search, I found Melly O'Brien, better known as Mrs. Mindfulness. In this episode, you will learn what snap judgments are, how they can affect our perceptions, and how we can move beyond our judgmental tendencies. A big thank you to Melly O'Brien for allowing me permission to feature her blog post, How a Non-Judgmental Mind Connects and Transforms Us, from her blog, Mrs. Mindfulness. When you first start to meditate, the first thing you discover, if you haven't already, is the fact that you have a voice in your head. Not only do you have a voice in your head, but a voice that never stops. It talks incessantly from the moment you wake up to the time you go to sleep. And for some of us, it won't even stop then. This voice very often isn't very helpful. It commentates on our lives all day long. It speculates, it likes and dislikes, it makes judgments about everything. He is, she is, I am, life is. It labels things, it complains, it compares us to everybody else, it worries about and plans for the future, it constantly replays and regrets the past, it makes up stories about our lives which often don't represent our reality at all. It does all of this quickly and automatically. So judgments about all that we encounter can quickly become habitual, even automatic. Often we're not even aware we're doing it, but this unyielding flow of judgmental thoughts makes it difficult to find any peace within ourselves. The problem with automatic judgments The great majority of these stories and judgments that the mind makes up are what I would call snap judgments. They're a quick reflexive assessment of reality. 
of what's happening. And therefore, many of them are incomplete and inaccurate. Some are unconstructive, and many of them can generate negativity, stress, and even deeper forms of suffering. The Buddha once said that our own worst enemy could never harm us as much as our own unwise thoughts. And this feels very true when we look at the suffering our thoughts can cause us. How Judgmental Thinking Creates Suffering Imagine you're lying in bed one morning. You wake up, you open your eyes, and you look out the window. And you see that it's raining. And then the voice in the head comes in and makes a quick snap judgment, such as, what a dreadful day. Now, is it true that the day is dreadful? No, it just happens to be raining. That's the reality of what's happening. But if the mind comes in and says that it's a dreadful day and you believe it, then guess what you get to have? That's right, you get to have a dreadful day. So a thought like this creates negativity. In other words, you haven't recognized the difference between thoughts and reality, so you play the thought out and you suffer. Too often, we let our thinking and beliefs about what we know prevent us from seeing things as they really are. We fill our minds with preconceived notions, biases, opinions, and judgments. When our minds are full like this, we can no longer let any new wisdom or understanding emerge. When we think we already know everything, we hamper our ability to see clearly and to grow and learn. We can so easily view people, events, and the world around us through a veil of preconceived snap judgments. Maybe you have an opinion about someone and then you put them in a box. As the saying goes, She's a hippie. He's arrogant. She's smart. He's weird. But if we hold on to these mental labels thinking we know someone through these judgments, you know what happens? We never truly meet them again. If you pay attention to the thoughts that dart in and out of your mind all day, you might be surprised at just how often you pass judgment about things, events, people, and yourself. Mindfulness involves becoming aware of the mind's habit of judging and unhooking from the thoughts. In this way, we learn to not take the thoughts so seriously and to see them as simply mental events. We discover a liberating insight that thoughts are just thoughts, not reality. With this insight, thoughts lose their hold over us. By responding non-judgmentally to the events and experiences of our lives, we cultivate the capacity to be non-reactive. We're more able to stay grounded in peace, wisdom, and presence no matter what life throws at us. By observing things and people through the lens of non-judgment, we see them with fresh eyes rather than make assumptions about them. It reconnects us with our innermost selves. We begin to see clearly that our thoughts are not reality. A rainy day isn't a dreadful day. It is just a rainy day. Reality is what's left when all your judgments and assumptions have gone.
why our mind evolved to judge and make meaning. Why does our mind do all the judging anyway? And why does it jump so quickly to conclusions about what's happening around us? Why does it resort to these snap judgments and start attaching often unhelpful stories to our experiences? As with so many unhelpful things that the mind inadvertently does, it is only acting to keep you alive and safe. It has evolved to protect and serve you. Think of the mind as a survival machine. To keep you alive, your mind takes in masses of sensory data in any given moment, and it has to filter it all to highlight what is most relevant. To do this, the mind's filter constantly is asking these two basic questions. What does it mean? What do I do? Your mind wants to understand exactly what's happening in your environment. What does it mean? can also sound like, what is it? Your mind wants to make any unknowns concrete and understood so that it knows you will be safe. It also wants you to react as quickly as possible to what you're seeing, feeling, and hearing. When it asks, what do I do? It's assessing whether you need to run, fight, or hide, or whether you are okay and safe. When your mind is making meanings and judgments about the things around you, what they mean, and what you should do, it wants to know what's happening as quickly as possible. Speed beats accuracy every time. That's why the judgments it makes are best described as snap judgments. They are fast, but not necessarily accurate. After all, a delayed response could have been the difference between life and death in our ancestors' times if a wolf was in the woods. However, a wolf on your tail is not very likely in today's world, where you're often very safe. Instead, try imagining this more likely scenario. You're in a parking lot with your bags of groceries heading towards your car, and just as you're stepping out from between two cars, another car comes rushing past, nearly hitting you as you step out. It could have knocked you over, but you remain unscathed and the car cruises on, way too fast. Your body floods with adrenaline. You nearly got hit by a car. Your mind takes a quick snapshot of what's going on, scrambling to understand and make meaning out of what's just happened. It notices two things. The car is a sleek, shiny convertible, and the woman's reflection in the rearview mirror reveals that she has designer sunglasses and salon-perfect hair. Immediately, the mind reacts with the thought, Rich, this snap judgment is typical of our instinctive minds. The trouble is, it's easy to then start to believe in that snap judgment and allow it to influence your thoughts about people. Maybe you see other people with designer sunglasses or a sleek, stylish car, and you feel animosity towards them. When that happens, we can no longer really see the human being beyond their sunglasses or the car they drive. These snap judgments have the capacity to color our experience of the world in a powerful way and skew our perceptions, but we can untangle ourselves through the power of mindfulness and kindness. Adopting the beginner's mind. 
A great way to unhook the judgmental tendencies of the mind is to cultivate a beginner's mind. What do I mean by that? A beginner's mind is simply a mind that suspends judgments. A beginner's mind is open and receptive, willing to experience everything as if it were the first time. It doesn't condemn or assume and already knows better. The beginner's mind experiences life with an open mind, free of any expectations of what it should be. This way of being reconnects us with this fresh way of seeing and unlocking our ability to be truly present for the precious moments of our lives and the people we love. Next time you find yourself wanting to judge what someone is telling you, listen carefully and perhaps try thinking to yourself, hmm, isn't that interesting? If you open your mind to the opportunity to learn something new, you may surprise yourself with the things you discover. This is where your beginner's mind can really help you to let go of your snap judgments about the people, places, and events in your life. When you meet reality moment by moment, you put aside your attachment to these judgmental views and adopt the openness of a beginner's mind. The beginner's mind is kind. Kindness is another aspect of the beginner's mind. There is a warmth and openness to experience, a befriending of life in each moment. And this kindness doesn't just apply to how we see others. In fact, we often save the harshest criticism for ourselves. The voice in our head often has plenty to say to us about how much more we need to do in life to be enough. It often berates us with thoughts like, you can't do this. You're an idiot. Who do you think you are? It is quite willing to loudly apply these negative criticisms of us in its misguided, though well-intentioned, efforts to help us thrive in life. In mindfulness training, we learn to adopt the kindness and calm of the beginner's mind and observe these mental judgments that cause us suffering and stress. We meet them with kindness and understanding, knowing that the mind is only doing what it knows to do to try to keep us alive and untangle from them. In training in this way, we become better equipped to be kind to ourselves. We also become better able to offer genuine kindness, friendship, and love to others. If we can be less harsh, impatient, and judgmental with ourselves, we will be more kind, patient, and non-judgmental with ourselves and others in life in general. We can become islands of sanity, peace, and kindness in a frantic world. In this way, a non-judgmental mind connects and transforms us. Like anything in life, cultivating a kind and compassionate and calm mind takes a bit of practice. Meditation is a great way to take the next steps towards cultivating a kinder, more compassionate mind and an authentic, wholehearted love of life. After all, in the words of His Holiness the Dalai Lama, What is love? Love is the absence of judgment. Thank you for listening to How a Non-Judgmental Mind Connects and Transforms Us by Melly O'Brien from her blog, Mrs. Mindfulness. 
In this episode, we learned how our mind is conditioned to constantly ask, what does this mean and what do I do? When we work to observe things and others with a non-judgmental lens, it connects us to our ability to accept ourselves unconditionally. We learned what it means to adopt a beginner's mindset by allowing yourself to be open to each moment and open to learning something new. Lastly, it's important to remember, cultivating a compassionate mind, it takes time and practice. Have patience with yourself. Melly's down-to-earth teaching style has helped thousands of people live more mindful lives. Melly's blog, Mrs. Mindfulness, has over 200,000 readers. Links to learn more about Melly and the various ways to learn from her are listed in this episode's show notes. Thank you so much for joining me in this lesson. If you enjoyed this episode, I highly recommend you check out a book I just finished reading, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty, all about teaching you how to train your mind for peace and purpose every day. All the links for this episode can be found at mappingthroughlife.com slash 006. As always, my name is Caitlin. I am the creator of Mapping Through Life, and I am on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.